You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome to Golikin's Smitty. I'm Mike Golik. I'm Jessica Smetana. Welcome to another edition. And we have an announcement about this edition of huh. Golick and Smeddy. I'm Mike Golick Sr. She is Jess Matana. He is Stu Gotts. Hello. Uh, we were supposed to just be Jess and I, but Stu Gotts just came and sat up here, and Jess, nobody really felt, felt like telling him to leave. <laughs> he's you, like, he's been for here him. for days. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. No one wants to kick him out. It's I slept in this sad. chair last night. Listen, this is what Radio Row and the Super Bowl is all about. I see a show. I like the That's people it. hosting the show. Even if I don't like the people hosting the show, I sit in. I give opinions, Mike. That's what it's all about. You know that. I mean. You give opinions? You really think you're going to have one opinion <laughs> in this thing, or you just cause trouble i cause trouble yeah, yeah. you cause well, trouble well said by you getting yes. get in the way of jess and i jess this is uh your and i's work. it's our last show yeah this is our last what last yes. as brandon said before, spoiler alert yes. grand opening grand closing grand, here exactly at the super right. bowl wow. we're, we're very excited to be here with DraftKings. it was a heck of a run <laughs> not not the end of golik not the end of smeddy but just right. the end of right golik and smeddy there you Correct. go huh. yes. we will always be a team right oh i mean See, Stu, look at what you're getting in the way of right here i'm not getting in the way of anything why is the show coming to an end just out of curiosity. It's, it's, it's that time. It's, it's What do you mean? It's that, it started that like a year ago. Yeah. It's been no. two years. It's been, been a couple years. Okay. Yeah. Should we do our favorite Golik and Smitty moments? I can give mine first, Mike. It, Which is? The, the live show in South Bend really oh, was. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was followed by a top top five worst Notre Dame game that I've ever attended, Horrible. which is saying a lot. Yeah, yeah. But which game was that? Notre Dame Stanford yeah. okay. 2022. Yeah. Not good. Bottom five game I've ever attended. But right. the live show the night before at O'Rourke's, Mike, it was a absolute blast. That was going. That was going. And and I was very close to being unbelievably drunk, which uh, which really would <laughs> I think really just helps the show. You You've been drunk that, many times at the I, show. I, so, I'm yeah. drunk right now. Yeah. You made it out last night. You made it out that late though that night, huh? Because uh, you, you usually go to bed by 8 o'clock. I know. Every night <laughs> Now and then I try and stay up. I don't want to embarrass myself in front and of Jess, Jess too goes to much. sleep earlier, by the way. Uh, I, well, it's true. I, it, you yeah. younger generation are getting old before yes. I got old. Because Sydney, who you graduated with in 2016 at Notre Dame, she she's like an 830. Now she's a mom, too. So right. that might have something to do she's, with it. She's, yeah, got more reasons to be tired than yeah. me. I just have to, you know, mother Stugatz all day at work. Make Which. sure he gets, uh, you know. Stop smoking a cigarette in time to come yeah. back after a break. Thank you, Jess. Um, you're great you're welcome. Yeah. I will say, Mike, <laughs> one of my favorite things about being out here in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, uh, all the sporting events were over early. I was in bed by 745. Right. Mm. It was awesome. It is great that you guys don't get that uh, being in Miami. And I'm in, in Phoenix, and it's two hours uh, it, it's mountain time and obviously here is Pacific time. So it is great. Ugh. You know, when the eight o'clock football game on Sunday night starts at five o'clock. It's amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's absolutely yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but when the Grammys start, uh, to me, that's weird. Like the Grammys starting you at five o'clock. You don't watch the Grammys. Yeah, you? I know, but if like stuff like that is weird yeah. to me. Okay. Yes, that stuff starting that early for me is. Well, it is weird because it was like, weird. it's like two o'clock and it's like, oh, look at all these celebrities on the red carpet. So, yeah, I'm like, like ah. wait, that's early. Yeah. Wait, you guys will love this because, you know, like I have this false confidence about me and I, I told my wife, no, the Grammys start out here at 8 o'clock. They don't do that. They wouldn't start it at 5. They went, She goes, no, it starts at 5. What a weird thing to be certain of. When I you could have just looked I it up. I had no idea. <laughs> that is no Stu Gatz in a nutshell. <laughs> and then so, the Grammys started at 5. And she's like, you watching the Grammys yet? I'm like, no, it doesn't start till 8. She goes, turn your TV on. I so mean, I did, 5.15. I turned it on, the Grammys were Are right. you kidding me? <laughs> You're in this business. My <laughs> have you ever in your life been on a red carpet? Uh... That's a great question. Uh, Shaq's birthday party. Yeah, so one time. Shaq's birthday party at uh, 
at the mansion down in Miami. Did you wear a tux? No, I did not wear a tux. Did you get your picture taken going down? We, we were at the Versace mansion for Super Bowl week. Uh, we told the owner of the radio station at the time, go get a house that we can wreck, okay? So he came back with a contract for the Versace mansion. This was the 2006 like Super Bowl? 2006 Super like Bowl. Like Bears, Colts? Bears, Colts, okay. Rex Grossman, Super Bowl. Sexy Rexy. Shaq had a party, his birthday party, at the mansion. So we, like, leased it out because we knew we weren't going to make money back from it. And so we leased it out to Shaq one night, Steve Monterano, Cafe Monterano, famous chef, great chef. Uh, he did all the cooking, and Shaq had 200 of his friends there. So Dan and I were on the red carpet doing a show, a pregame show, as they were walking okay. in. Okay. So the party started at 8. I'm on the red carpet. Dan and I sit down to do the show, and Eli Manning shows up at, like, 5.30 for an 8 o'clock party, and it's just standing on the red carpet. <laughs> and, like, we felt so bad. We didn't know what to do. We're like, Eli, do you want to sit down and join us? So Eli joined us for, like, an hour, and it was great. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, that's the only time nice. I was on a red carpet. Yeah, yeah I can't huh. imagine. Uh, Have you been on a red carpet? I've, yeah, I've been on I a mean, red carpet. I mean, he's Mike Golick. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> arguably the most famous person at Radio Row. We, we actually, Greeny, yeah. Green and I would do it. Yeah, Name I one know. more. You can't. There you go. He is struggling now, isn't yeah. he? Is he's looking, don't around, get he's looking around. He's is like, don't I, I would, shoot, there's no one here that I recognize. No, I would say Golik probably is. Mike, you're a fucking legend. Sorry, can I curse on this show? I, have I no just idea. did. Yeah. Uh, but you're a legend, Mike. And I so, don't think I am. Mike, you're a Hall of Famer. You're a radio here. You're a legend. You real. You feel that when you walk around, right? So one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, Hall of Fames that Green and I went in, we we had the. Uh, the ceremony was here, so right. I was here for that. Right. My wife, by the way, that trip did great in the slot machines. Mm. <laughs> How's she doing this week? Not <laughs> so good right now. Not so good right now. Um, it has been not going well. I'm sure there's a sponsorship right around yeah. the corner that will take care of that. <laughs> That'll eat up those losses, right? So how many? How many have you, Jess? How many Super Bowls you've been to? Uh, I've been to two games, but right. I've been to like five or this is my sixth like media week. I do, believe. Do you like media week? I mean, I do. We, we, I do. I actually, I really like. I mean, it's. I love football. I grew up loving football, so being around this many, you know, people who care about football is great. And I will say, I love being home to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. That is the that is the ticket. Come get home yes. Saturday, watch it at home. Eat your Publix dips like we always like yep. to talk about, Mike. Yes. That's, mm, ah, But Mike's awesome. missing out on that because he's, yeah, he's part be of the broadcast. The and I always went home because I also love to see the commercials. Right. I always mm. like to see those. Yes. But I'm not going to lie, working the game is pretty fun. It is. Also, I agree. It's insanely special. Yes. Being, yeah. being the analyst, as they say, on the sideline. But right. I've also... At the SoFi uh, Super Bowl, I got to talk to The Rock after he was on the field. That's awesome. I was right there to see Eminem. I know where this is going, and now Jess. you're going to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> not only Taylor. And Bob Weir. Not, yeah, Bob, <laughs> he's not going to see Bob Weir. He's not going to see Bob Weir. <laughs> but you know who else? I'm actually, not, now, in all honesty, yes, I, I may, if Kansas City wins, I'm sure she'll be down on the field. And and we, as a partner with the NFL and Westwood One, we get the, you know, to sure. grab the one-on-one. So yeah. that would be, me and Laura Oakman may be fighting over that. Well, who's going to interview Travis as he's standing oh, there uh, with, with Taylor? Uh, but also, you know, I, I'm looking forward to possibly media. I think he's doing God Bless America's Post Malone. Really? So I'm I'm actually I'm. So a how does that work? 
if you do God Bless America, is he on the field after the yeah, game? I, I don't after well, the no, game. No, no, no. I'm going to see him. Okay. I would see him we'll before, see before the, game. the game. Like I okay. saw The Rock before the game. Mike will be on the sideline. I'm just name dropping. Yeah. Right. No, I'm just name you're dropping. You're going to have a much cooler week ahead of you than me and Stu Gatz have ahead of us. Yes. Because your, your proximity to fame. I yes. mean, Stu Gatz is, that's why he's here with, with you, is because right. then it gets him yeah. a little closer proximity to the to other fame. people. Yeah. I'm joining him for his Westwood One responsibility. Oh, I know. I told him I'm going out to practice with him. I mean, no. Just what do you just, mean, Joe? I was invited. I just, I don't care, man. You're gonna embarrass me. Uh, no, it's it just was. every time they get a coach on, and why do you get a coach on? Because of you. I always, I have to apologize to. We had uh, every time. Are like, you still friends with Andy Reid? Yes, I'm still Andy friends Reed with still, Andy Reid. Is he you know still what? coming on the show? Because you were kind of on a decent behavior. <laughs> I was. And luckily, Billy's <laughs> microphone was. didn't work. Yeah. So, oh God. So that know. helped us. So, so we played that afterwards. Billy said, "You know what? If you want, if, to God's, if you want to end." Mike's relationship with Coach Reed, let me ask a single question. Yeah, that's exactly no. And I said, no. I don't want to do that to Mike no. because Dude, I know how much you love him. So you, If you actually said that, I would be shocked. <laughs> yeah. How about it? I did. Yeah. <laughs> You're shocked. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you so <laughs> Stu, I don't know about that. Stu, you've been to a lot of Super Bowls. Do you like do you like Super Bowl week? I, I, well, I love it. Yeah. It's the best, yeah. I mean, where else can you go where you have, like, a bounty house to your right, slot machines to your right, Christopher Mad Dog Russo to your left, Chris Sims That's and Mike Flory. That's all it Florey is. Really is. Peter King, uh, you know, back here. People are throwing $5 bills at you yeah. <laughs> like you did earlier. Now, I love it. I love the week, Mike. It's fun. It's a celebration of football, and I love football. Uh, it's a celebration, at least this little small part, is a celebration, I guess, of media, sports media, and how much it's grown over the years. And I love media. I love sports media. So this is a chance for me to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time and catch up with them. And uh, I just like bouncing around here because it feeds my ADHD very well. Can you throw any of those $5 bills this way? Because I uh, forgot, forgot to bring cash with how? me. Did you really? You how? don't carry cash. So, so here's here's the thing. with, with how Mike, do you gamble? Do you hand an ATM card to I, the dealer? <laughs> I have talked to this about my kids. Mike, Mike, Jake, and Sydney. And you're in that. By the way, when you told the 2006 story, yeah. Jess was 12. Yeah. I, I mean, I, vivid, I yeah. mean, it was it's that amazing. Super Bowl in Chicago yeah. was the biggest deal. Yeah. We were, uh, they were like making us all sing Bear Down at school right. the Friday uh, before. And then it was like the biggest dud of a game. The amazing thing is, though, you were hammered and so was she. Yes, so, I know. That's so well. funny. Mike, yeah. when do you start feeling like, you know what? I feel so like I'm, st I'm, I'm becoming this host. Oh, this is my 20th Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to be that guy. Do, do you embrace it? Do yeah. you try? Because it, it is a time when you get all the big names coming around. They talk football and then they push their product. That's just that's yes. that's what Super Bowl Promotional week is. Promotional sandwich. But yes. you get a lot of the star. Like like for me and Mike this week, we'll have the Joe Montana and Emmett Smith and Anthony Munoz and and but so many people will have them, right? Yes. But that's what this is. Do you either of you? Still, let me start with you. Do you try to be? This is weird to say. Different yes. to differentiate yourself from the thousands of media people that are here. I'm always processing in my mind. I know when Dan used to come to these many, 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 many years ago, uh, we used to process like, okay, we're getting this guy on, but this guy's also going to be on 50 other shows. 
and maybe at the same exact time, depending right. on when we right, end up right, airing right. them. So how do we make ours stand? Now, it might have just been us overthinking it. Just do the interview, be done, move on to the next one. But, yes, I am sitting there with Billy constantly thinking about how are we going to make this person different because everyone's going to have Aiden O'Connell on today, right? right? The right. Raiders quarterback. Well, how do you make it different? So I'm constantly processing that, and I'll take big swings, and oftentimes we miss, but when we hit, it's like the greatest feeling in the world because we know that 50 other shows have the same guy on, but ours is going to be the one that stands out. It seems, Jess, like has the media night thing – uh, which is now, uh, which is now, had been done already. Um, is that getting where people are getting like women showing up in wedding dresses? And, oh yeah, you know, the, the shark try, costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, has that kind of died away? Do we think? I feel like a little bit. I, but yeah, that has never been the main thing for me, at least. Like right. I feel like I've always consumed Media Week through like all the interviews, like Stugat said. And for Stugat's being different is asking Aiden O'Connell, like, hey. Can I drive your car? Or like, can I go to your house? Anything, yes. Can you get Antonio Pierce or whatever? Right, right. Like, he's he's just asking people for favors. That's how he differentiates yes. himself yes. from the crowd. But you do want, but, but to, I know, I know to, your game. Uh, amazing. No, I, 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 admire, I admire your game. No, because if you do that, then suddenly at your table, and you can only do this at Radio Row, you'll have Aiden O'Connell, you'll have like Josh Allen all at the same time, you met John Taffer, and, that's how I and end you up mash them all together. You cash, yes. Yeah, there you go. You know, like, yeah. Apple doesn't We're fall far from the cash thing. I'm just stunned at that. What, that they don't carry cash? I mean, that, well, <laughs> there's, one, there's one thing to not carry cash, another thing to not bring cash to Vegas. Right. I mean, <laughs> the oh one place my. you need to bring cash. I mean, seriously, <laughs> when you're going to go to the, you know, the guys, the Down Under show, the Thunder from Down Under show, you need some singles, Jess. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds right up my alley. <laughs> Maybe I can borrow some fives for that. There is no one but, further away from that show than Jess. But I, I guess, I guess, Stu, to your oh, point, come on, really? I don't know what it is. Oh, okay, it's I'll Google. The, the, Look it the up. Male version of the uh, the strip place. Magic, yes. magic Mike. Yeah, there you go. Yes. There you go. Yes. But I guess, Stu, to your point, when players go and do interview after interview after interview. Uh, it, it kind of is. I bet even they they would enjoy something different, right? A different kind oh. of a question, sets of answering the same thing over and over. I and mean, over Mike, again. you and I. God, I feel so old saying this, but you and I have been I doing know. this for so long. Know. You know this as well as I do. If you bring a football player on to talk about football, ninety-nine out of a hundred times they're bored. Yep. You bring a football player on to talk about eating, yep. family, wings, just anything that's different and fun, something in their wheelhouse, they're a totally different person. So they're like, it becomes robotic. Uh, imagine having to walk through here being asked the same five yep. questions by 50 different radio shows. And so I think you just have to try to, to, to find their wheelhouse, find something different other than the sport that they play, and kind of just stay there and go there because I think that's where, you know, you'll get the, you know, the best version of that guest. So. You're right. The Thunder from Down Under. Thank you. They're, you I need a little more now. meat on their bones. They're <laughs> not corn-fed Midwestern guys, so not up my alley at all. Way too shredded. Oh, oh, Way too red. I was going to say, you want to borrow some signals so you can go, but it doesn't sound like you want to go check I, it out. Yeah, they're, 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 that's too much muscle for me. I, I like them a little thick. A little more Midwestern, yeah, right. like, like they've been bailing hay. Huh? Right, exactly. So funny. I want to ask you. All of, uh, like, corn diet, yes, yes. mayonnaise diet. Are you going to go to the show? <laughs> So you basically, you basically, she basically wants Iowa offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is what it is. 
<laughs> um, Maybe Lucy can make an intro. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you this question, Mike. I do. I want to ask you this question. Do you get bored when people ask you about football? Yeah, I mean. So, you, okay. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, actually, that was a shocking answer. Yeah, yeah. I did not think you were going to say no, that. Well, he does. well here's do. the thing, Jess. I, I guess to your point. I think as insane as me and Billy when, are, he gets there's something so, cathartic about so it So by him. the time <laughs> by the time the weekend, I'll have done, and I'm not just saying me, former players will have done 50 to 70 interviews. Yeah. So to your That's point of do you get bored of answering that? Yes. So you, do, you don't mind going off the rail a little yes. bit. To that note, before we let you go, and I know you've done this a number of times, but can you remember a time the most where you you literally sitting there could tell you really ticked the person off? Oh, uh, Tua last year. Really? Now, Dan did it from a distance. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh, but okay. you were sitting in front of him. But me and Billy had to right, absorb right, right. it because we were sitting right there. Okay. And then it was funny the way we found out. I mean, I'm accurate in saying that. That's that's probably, yeah, Dan. I never watched it because I heard Dan. It's, it was awkward. And yes. I can't. You don't like I, watching it's it's like watching like really? Nathan for you. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is going to. I'm going to get secondhand embarrassment. She didn't want to see the car crash. She didn't want to be anywhere near it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stu. But me and Billy are sitting right there, so we have to absorb it. Dan's a million miles away right. in Miami. Right. Easy, easy to love it. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Glendale. Yeah. And we're like, so Billy and I saved it doing something with, there was a subway game they were playing oh, or, or something like that. But the way we learned, so. I remember Tua was, he smiled, he's so nice. Shook yes. both our hands, said he had a good time. I'm like, how'd you have a good time? But he walked away. And the way I learned that Dan had, had really ticked him off was Chris Sims said, what'd you guys do to Tua? And I said, why? He said, he was supposed to come on with us next. He canceled oh, his no. tour. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So are you not going to tell me what Dan said? Oh, well, we can go watch the interview, Mike. I'll show you how to yes. use YouTube after this. Thanks, I appreciate and that. I got to be honest, I wasn't listening. So. Oh, what, who was it? Who was it at at uh, the Tahoe event, the golf event that we interviewed that you said I needed to be there because this person coming over? What was it? Ryan Fitzpatrick? It was oh, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he yes. pissed off Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I pissed off Fitzpatrick. I, re I remember that. We have, uh, we have, <laughs> we we saved that relationship because of you. Thank you. <laughs> But he came over with Baker Mayfield at Lake Tahoe. Remember that? Yes, yeah. Uh, and I asked Fitzpatrick to come on. I said, and the way I asked him was, Golick's going to be there. Like, as quickly, I said, hey, Ryan, you want to come on with Golick? <laughs> and he was like, he goes, hey, man, I'm good with whatever happened. And I'm right. like, well, it doesn't seem like you are. We've asked you to come on like five yeah, times. And you haven't, yeah. And so uh, what I asked him, Mike, was, you know the story of him in Washington where their fans were calling into a radio station? Right. And they said they saw him on a on a uh, on a water slide, slide. Mm -hmm. the big circular wa uh, right. water slide, and that's how he got hurt, and oh. he ended up missing the season, ended up retiring, and so when he came on the show with me and Dan, I asked him about that, and he was not happy. Okay. Because it's like you know he's not happy that you're getting your information from a caller to right, a radio right, station. Right. He was so defensive it came off like that's exactly what, what happened. happened. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. so I was very nervous to approach him at Lake Tahoe, but I was less nervous because I was standing right next to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's you know that's what I'll miss most about doing the show with you, Mike. You make my reputation seem better. The buffer. I'm yeah. the buffer. Huh? Exactly. He's the best. He lends me credibility. Stu, before we let that you go, you is my credibility. Take away from yeah. Me. Exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> really. I'm stuck with Stu Gatz even more. Yin yang thing, isn't it? Do you uh, do you have a pick for the game? 
Ah, uh, do I have a pick for the game? I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm not going to make the mistake again. Like, I picked against them every round. I said before the playoffs, I want the Chiefs because this Kansas City team is not as good uh, as it's been in years past. I think this is special for Mahomes. It's a big opportunity because he was expected to win the first two. He was expected to get to the first three. No one expected this. I don't think anyone expected that this team to be here. And if he could do this beating Josh Allen on the road, beating Lamar on the road, and then beating the San Francisco team and what many people are saying is the best coach in the NFL. Beating Tua at home. Don't right. forget that. Beating Tua at, beating right. Tua at home. Sorry. Let's not upset Tua again. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I would say this is this would be a different kind of Super You and I have talked about this. There are different kinds of Super Bowls. The ones you're expected to win, the ones you're not expected to win. Brady won se uh, several that his team wasn't very good. They weren't expected to right. win. Mahomes has that opportunity here, and I think he'll get it done. He's in, special. In in the knee-jerk reaction society we have, everybody's saying Patrick Mahomes is only behind Tom Brady right now, his greatest of all time. Do you go that far? Uh, it's a little far for me Montana, just yet. right? I mean, there's – there's. So for, for Mahomes to catch him, he has to win three more Super Bowls as a chief, and then he has to win a seventh Super Bowl with at some NFC lousy South organization. Team. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Panthers, yes. Falcons. Yeah. Then we yeah. can start having that conversation. <laughs> okay. Why? Do you have Montana? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't. But you're not a rings guy, Mike. I'm not a rings guy. So you'll tell me Marino might be the best quarterback you've Marino's ever seen. Marino is one of the greatest right. quarterbacks I've ever seen. Never he was won my a teammate. Ring. I'm Made not saying one. that, because, but just the way he threw the ball and yes. how he led a team. I mean, there I, I hate associating rings with greatness. It's a team sport. Yeah. yeah. But if I put Marino on the Niners, how many rings do you think he gets? At least four. <laughs> Joe got four. He Joe gets at least four. four. How, how, right. does, how does Dan not? I but love he, Super Bowl week. No, oh, no, no, this is what it's all about. I love quarterback conversation. This is how I define like the great quarterbacks. If you take Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, put them on any team, that team's instantly good. Yep. You take Brock Purdy, put them on the Jets, they're still the Jets. Is that fair? Mike, they're still the Jets. I mean, a you lot. You take Joe Burrow, put so, him on the Jets, the Jets are good. They're good. It, yeah. Super Bowl good. Quarterbacks have made bad teams better than they were. Early Colts with, with Peyton. Brady in the box. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Brady in the box. Yeah. Those are the special quarterbacks. Yeah. They don't care who the receivers are, who they're right. playing against. They make them better. Yeah, they, they make, make them, them better. better. True. You made us better. Well, no, you didn't. No, I really didn't. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't make anyone better. All right, thanks, dude. See ya. <laughs> See ya. All right, always nice to have Stu. Or is it? I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I wouldn't go that far. I was just saying that to be nice, but I don't know how. This is really his element, though. He's, like, been very manic all day. He, he, this is kind of his stuff, isn't it? Just yeah. going around and, and talking. Because I think while you worry when he asks you a question, if you're an athlete, you still like the fact that he's a little bit different, right? Yeah, right. I, I think that's definitely uh, the takeaway. I feel like the best interviews I get at, you know, in any any interview on any show, it doesn't have to be media week, are the ones where people leave and they're like, oh, that was different. That was interesting. You want you want the person you're interviewing to be yes. like, you know, comfortable and not weirded out by you. I don't know if Stu does that, but yeah, yeah. it probably depends. It's always like you want to get that answer that from that person that nobody else got and right. sometimes you go too far sometimes you don't go far <laughs> enough it it could, it could be a crapshoot but it's it's always fun here um you know the football world just as we know it's year round so we have obviously the Super Bowl coming up and we'll talk about that but boy what a, what about your coaching changes we had the eight team coaching cycle that went through was finally filled with Washington being last and hiring Dan Quinn and we'll get into all the 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 OCs and DCs that went around as well but do you think, do you think that Bill Belichick has coached his last NFL game? I can't this believe. Wild? I mean, I, first of all, yeah, I I don't think so. You to don't. answer your question, okay. I don't okay. think that he's coached his last NFL game. But okay. 
I can't picture Bill Belichick taking like a senior like assistant coaching or analyst oh, job no. with any team, right? Can like, I, I and also if he sits out a year, is he going to get hired next year? I, but I I can't imagine that this is it for him. So here's the other thing, I hear people saying, oh man, what if he does a year in the media? What great state? Uh, what great network that's going to get him? I'm like. <laughs> Have you seen his press conferences? But I will on, say, Seattle. I will say that when coaches go into a press conference, their their whole idea is to control the narrative. So if he's not in a press conference and on the set of a, of a show, I'd imagine he's going to talk a lot. I've seen him do shows with other yeah, hosts. Yeah, he's not bad at media. He's it's not. The, the press conferences, though, he's very, very very measured. Curt. Yeah, 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 he definitely is. So he obviously wouldn't do that. I think he probably would be a good draw. Do you think he'll do – because he's not coaching this year. So – and I, I agree with you. He's not taking an analyst job anywhere. So do you think he'll just go hang out or do you think he'll actually go to a network for a year? I don't know. I, I guess probably – whatever Saban's doing, maybe they can do it together because they're friends, they're buddies, and I know Saban's probably going to end up doing some some media stuff. So I, that would, I would be intrigued by that. Let's let's put them together. I don't know who's going to pay them because that's an expensive oh, duo. But Saban, I think, could end up on College Game Day. That would be great. I would – Love that. Right now, did you see he is he's golfing his brains out. He bought that place out in uh, Jupiter, yeah. uh, Jupiter, Florida, uh, Florida, right? And he's playing and been playing in pro ams. The uh, he's play, playing in the one that's going on. I, I think today in uh, in uh, Phoenix at the Waste Management. Mm -hmm. uh, so and, and that's the one thing he keeps saying is uh, I, I need to get my. It, he's maniacal, so he says I got to get my game better. So I wonder if he's out on the course every day. What if he becomes the greatest senior golfer that, of all time? Be amazing. I mean, his attention to detail, I imagine, translates into other sports yeah, as well. Yeah. Although golf, I feel like, is like 85% you're born with. But yeah, yeah. That's just what I tell myself because I'm not good. Because we're it. not good at it, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, about about Belichick, I mean, I really don't know because the Commanders hiring process. I thought maybe like, okay, this would be. They didn't get their first choice. They didn't get their second choice. Right. They ended up with Dan Quinn, who I think had a pretty good year as a defensive coordinator, yeah, has been yeah. a good defensive coordinator, right. although his last game that he coached was not good. The Cowboys forgot how to play defense, they did. frankly. They did. So I, that, I can't imagine, like, commanders hire this whole, you know, outsiders to come in and, like, do the, the search for the head coach, and then you end up with Dan Quinn, and it doesn't feel like the kind of, like, splashy hire that right. you expected right. them to make. So I thought, like, maybe if that was the last opening, Belichick, who kind of wasn't really in the mix for that job, right. maybe since they didn't get the two coordinator guys that they wanted, maybe he ends up there. No. They went with Dan Quinn and Cliff Kingsbury, it sounds like, yeah, is now going OC. to be the OC. I, I guess Eric Bieniemy is going to get let go, but there really is, as of the taping of this, there's some uncertainty there. The, the, the whole Eric Bieniemy thing from not getting enough chances as a head coach to getting interviews and not getting jobs and other African-Americans getting the job, so why is he being left behind to now going one and done maybe in Washington as the OC? Whatever's going on with the commanders is very bizarre. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, it's just a really weird weird place for them to strike out. I understand Mike McDonald, who is now going to the Seahawks. Right. Like that is a, that's a pretty good place to be, I think, as a head coach. Yeah, And probably preferably to being in Washington because um, they've got the whole stadium situation. Obviously, you know, there's rumors that they might change the team name again it right, right. just sounds messy but um ben johnson the lions offensive coordinator what happened there he asked for too much money from what i hear and here's what i don't understand i, I went back and forth with with my son mike on this 
is he's like, hey, you know, shoot your shot. And if not, you can just go back to the, to the Lions and, and you know, uh, have a great team there. I'm like, you're not, he's not getting, if he's asking for $15 million, he's not getting that. So, right, that's for comparison, John or Jim Harbaugh, I believe, is getting 16 a yeah, year. That, ben, and he's a former yes, head coach and also just won ben a national Johnson's championship. Ben Johnson's not getting 15. So my thought is, Art, do you really want 15? Or are you trying to settle for 12? And if you can get 10 or 12, is that better than making three as a coordinator? Right. Six-year deal for $72 million doesn't suck. Or is someone just saying that to cover their right, themselves? Right. I, you really don't know. And also, maybe he stays in you know Detroit for a year. He gets a better option next year. Maybe. And he doesn't want to but, coach in Washington at all. So, I, so it's bizarre. I, I guess the thought about that, too, is Jess, is, you know, because Mike said that, too. Well, maybe, you know, then, then he wouldn't be the head coach of, of a bad team. Normally, good teams aren't yeah, looking for a head coach. Their coaches. I right? agree. It's just like Caleb Williams not wanting to get drafted by a bad team. Well, good luck when you're going to go number one. You're going to a bad team. That's true, except for in some situations like the Chargers right. where it was a bad team, and they only won five games. Right. But you have a probably generational quarterback there, yep. and it seems like uh, there's an expectation that they will win a good amount That's of games true. next that year. That is true. I'm surprised at Washington with the new, just getting rid of the Daniel Snyder stench. Yeah. Moving that team and right. look like in the right direction now. New ownership. You have Magic Johnson, kind of that smiling face, you know, a very gregarious guy. And I would have thought they would have been more out front in trying to get a head coach and maybe not first, but not last in getting a head coach and kind of right. falling behind the curve of that and not getting your first or second or third choice. You know what else is surprising? More surprising to me than Belichick not having a job next year. Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel. is a good coach. Yep. And I, I know agree. there were, it sounds like based on the reporting, there were issues with, you know, management and having different points of view about what their strategy was this year, if they were going to, you know, save up on picks or whatever, all of that. I understand, you know, being on the same page, your head coach and your front office and all of your owner, it's a whole thing. Like that that tends to sour relationships too. But from a just from a coaching standpoint, yeah. very bizarre to me that that wasn't someone who easily Completely ended up somewhere agree. else. But I think you hit on it because in some of the teams that were looking for head coaches, they either have young GMs or brought higher GMs who are young as well. And I, if that is the thing that sticks with Vrabel, I think a team was like, we don't want to bring that here. Yeah. You know, we don't want a young GM. All of a sudden, are they going to be headbutting, you know, with their coach? So to be fair, Vrabel and Belichick will be fine. I think they'll, they will they'll land well. on their feet. I'll, Jeff Halfley's taking a coordinator job in the NFL. I mean, it's not a bad place to, to just I, I, be I would, a, an assistant yeah. or a coordinator for a year. I would. And you wonder <laughs> if more college coaches are that get the chance in the NFL will take them. Now, again, there's only finite m number of jobs. It's not like, you know, oh, I want to go to the NFL because I don't know, like what's going right. on in college. But you wonder if coaches who are kind of on the on the tinkering on what do I want to do maybe lean toward the NFL because college is becoming a bit you know crazy college is crazy and I do think there's just college there's so many teams right and so many of them have different investment levels in football that I can imagine being the head coach at somewhere like Boston College is a lot more of a challenge yeah. And like his record, I think was 22 and 26 while he was there, which is not, it's not a winning record, but maybe by Boston college standards, right, like they were, right. they made a bowl this year or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think that it's just like, oh, the best college coaches are going to be leaving for the NFL. Now I think there's a bit of like, 
it depends on your situation, which it always has. And the NFL has always been a desirable place to coach because there's only 32 teams and it's the best of right. the best, right? I wonder when, if, I'm sure it'll happen, when we're going to get a college head coach who gets hired to be an NFL head coach again because that has just flopped as yeah. of late, right? Well, other than Harbaugh, right? Uh, other than, well, Harbaugh. And, the, and then there's the, the the ones who had won a title in college and right. pros like the the uh, Pete Carrolls mm -hmm. and the uh, Jimmy Johnsons of the world. Um, so there there are those that have been successful, but the latest ones have not. A Cliff Kingsbury, Matt a, a Matt Rule. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I, I see them coming into the into the NFL and doing assistant jobs, but not head coaching jobs. But some of the assistant uh, jobs that went some are kind of the musical chairs of offense and defensive coordinators. Like it looks like, you know, out here we're doing the show with the Raiders and Luke Getze, which is interesting to me because that was just a bad mix with him and Justin Fields in Chicago. I called a few of those games and I remember during the games going, it doesn't seem like they're on the same page. The talent that Fields has of movement yeah. not being used by the coordinator. So, you know, you wonder if Aiden O'Connell is going to be the guy here. How do they work together? Are they going to look for another quarterback? How is that going to work uh, as well? So some of the some of the hires have been interesting as well. From I, the I agree. I feel like college football and the NFL coaching carousels have become what like NBA free agency and like the trade deadline is like. Right. Like we spend a lot of time because I think in a lot of ways, you know, they are the personalities of the sport that drive I think some of the identities of the teams that they coach so I, I just love talking about it even though I'd rather talk about the actual games but yeah there's only one game left there is only one <laughs> game left and for that game I mean I, I guess just generally when you saw the two teams that won the AFC and NFC championship game Kansas City and San Francisco what was your initial first thought my gut reaction is how do you pick against Pat Mahomes ever again which I, I have picked Pat Mahomes in every game he's played in this postseason and I that has been good for me because he has won all of those games yeah. even though they were underdogs I think in everyone except the Dolphins game um, but I do really think that San Francisco just overall like I feel more confident in them I think they're a really good team and I think Shanahan's obviously a great coach and he's been here before and he's probably learned from some of his mistakes in previous spots here hopefully um, so it's I find it really hard to pick the Chiefs even though I feel like everyone's picking the Chiefs even though they're the underdog, everyone yeah. feels good about Patrick Mahomes. I just kind of, kind of think the 49ers might actually win this time. I picked against the Chiefs against Buffalo. I picked against the Chiefs against Baltimore. Luckily, I don't have to be yeah, wrong again because I, I, I can't pick this game because I'm working the sideline for Westwood One. So I'll stay away from it. But I, I wonder, and I remember Mike and I had Richard Sherman on our show. We were talking about Brock Purdy. Richard, obviously a former mm -hmm. 49er. Um, and Seahawk, as we all well know. But why Brock Purdy doesn't get the love that he gets? And he said, he goes, it's amazing the world loves an underdog story, but not Brock's. It is. And I don't know why. It is because I think because of the, the you know, air quotes, the system. I know it's like it's a thing and people, it's the same thing we kind of did with Tua all season, right, where it's like, oh, he's only good because of this and because of that. And he'd be bad, like Stu Goss just said, he'd be bad on the Jets, but he's not playing for the Jets. So having like a hypothetical argument with yourself about him and his capabilities, I don't feel like it's a useful <laughs> conversation. We'll never know. He's probably never going to play for the Jets, right? So I find it a little bit tedious. I'm with you. I mean, I think good for him. He was Mr. Irrelevant. I watched him play in college all the time at Iowa State. Never in a million years thought that he would be playing in the Super Bowl for the 49ers and have the type of statistical season that he's had. So 
I don't want to take anything away from him, but you're right. Like the conversation around him has been so tedious. It's it's a little bit strange, but you know, he's he's doing all right. So I want to touch on that for a moment because I have a stat. I'm not a huge stat guy, but my God, the stats for this game. So we all talk about that with the Kyle Shanahan era and the system, right? Yeah. You know, Christy McCaffrey got there in week seven of 2022. That wasn't long ago, right? No. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan's been there for a while now, right? Mm -hmm. And we talk about the Shanahan system. Mm -hmm. And Brock Purdy is great because of the Shanahan system. Do you know what Kyle Shanahan's record was? Before Christian McCaffrey got there. No, tell me. 46 and 48. Oh, okay. 46 and 48. So all this talk of the Kyle Shanahan system, he was under 500 until CMC got there and blew up the world going 17 straight games with a touchdown and doing what he does, adding another weapon to that offense. But that system for Kyle Shanahan was under 500 until Christian McCaffrey got there. And I think that's why I have to pick the 49ers, because they have Christian McCaffrey, and I mean, he might have been a little dinged up in the playoffs, yeah, right? Yes. But he's had a week off, and I think the Chiefs' defense, as good as it is, they've gotten ran on. Everyone except the Ravens in this postseason right. has had a pretty good run game against them. I just... I, it, it, I think that's kind of the difference right there. It's going to be interesting because San Francisco has been run on as well, which yeah. has been amazing I know, to and me. Pacheco is a, and a, Pacheco is a such stud. a hard runner. I mean, I think San Francisco is third in the league against the run and, and for 80-some, 80 89 yards and now giving up 150-some in the playoffs. They have been getting run on. It's been uh, it's been somewhat amazing for that as well. So <laughs> I feel like the conversation about both of these teams has been like, they're both good, but they're also both bad. Yeah, they, they've, they've played some bad. I think more people are surprised with Kansas City because of the lull they went through to make it to the Super Bowl this yeah. time around. Um, even though the, uh, one of the things, and this is why I hate, hate, hate putting Super Bowl wins with quarterbacks. Absolutely. Because statistically, who had the better year, Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes? Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy did. By a, by a long by shot. By a long yeah. shot. And if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, it's all going to go under right. him when, let's be honest, and I said this about Brady when he won in Tampa Bay, he, they never make the Super Bowl if that defense doesn't stand on its mm -hmm. head in the playoffs. And what did Kansas City's defense do against Baltimore? Yep. Destroyed them. Yep. So, I mean, that's why I hate, you know, Patrick is going to go down as one of the all-time greats. Don't get me wrong, but I just it just irks me a little bit that everybody else is forgotten, you know, yeah. outside of the quarterback when the defense is one of the biggest reasons there it's the best defense Patrick Mahomes has played for. Uh, in yeah. the years he's been there. And they, so. they have absolutely needed it this year. Yeah. Because, they, they like have. you said, they've struggled so much on offense. They have. So I know uh, we, we're going to pick a, a heart-racing moment. That is something that we uh, definitely want to do. Uh, that is brought to you by Bear, our, our heart-racing moment of the weekend. And we're going to use the Pro Bowl. Now, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, a different turn here because I've seen it happen a couple of times. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the heart-racing moment, Jess, is – that nobody gets hurt, that as a fan of a team, you see your guy get up. Because I was at some Pro Bowls where I saw guys getting hurt in practice, guys getting hurt playing beach football, guys getting hurt in the game. And I know they've backed off the game now, but still playing seven on seven and then all them different skills, things that they do. Man, if you see someone come up limping, a good friend of Mike and Jake's, my kids, uh, was Tyler Eifert, a, a top oh, tight yeah. end with the Bengals. 
he hurt himself at the Pro Bowl, and that was basically the beginning of the end for him. Can I ask you something, Mike? Because yeah. this is my thought whenever I play in any sort of, like, sporting event that doesn't really matter. It's like... I'm thinking the whole time, don't get hurt, don't get yes. hurt. Yes. If you're in the Pro Bowl, is that the only thing you're thinking about oh my, the whole time? Why do you think the game stunk to people? They still watched it, but nobody – and 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 it took a turn because years ago it used to be a hard-hitting game. Yeah. And I think finally guys realize, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. You know, I mean, if you get hurt in this game, you're rehabbing the entire offseason. Do you want to I do can, that? I can relate. Not that I'm an athlete, but I do play pickleball, which, I was as gonna we say, know, is the most dangerous sport in yes, America. Yes, and, and I do as well. Isn't that anytime you go out there, you're like, geez, just don't get hurt. Someone hits the ball to me, my head, don't get hurt, don't get hurt. Hit the ball back, don't get hurt, don't yes. get hurt. Yes. Yep. I, I am not popping an Achilles. I'm not falling down. Hopefully. You know, I'm not doing any of that. But unfortunately, we've seen injuries at the uh, the Pro Bowl. So I'm I'm going to use that as our heart racing moment. Did you know that heart disease risk factors such as diabetes or high blood pressure can increase your chance of a heart attack by up to two times? Learn more and assess your heart risk factors at Check Your Heart Risks. Dot com brought to you by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Heart. So it seems like everybody got through that moment to say, oh, my guy's going to have a play and go, please get up after the play. And they were able to get up after the play. So uh, so, so that's a good thing. Even though I never played in a Pro Bowl, I only covered them. I never Aww. got never. Got I would have voted for you, but they didn't do voting back then. You're just you're just being nice. Yeah. Would you have really voted for me? Of course. All right, I appreciate that. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to finish up the show. And again, our last show, the last show of Golik and Smitty coming up. All right, Jess, so, wow, it's weird, our last show. Yeah. What are you going to take from this? That you got to work with an old man and you age, you age shamed all the time? I'll get to brag about it for the rest of my life, yeah. even though I'll never let you... You know, I'll never, I'll never show you right, right, my right. appreciation yeah. because you know I don't want to be too earnest. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I would. But think, I'll brag about it. I forever. would think so much less of you yeah, if you would, right. if you would do something. I'm like just that. kidding. I always <laughs> give Mike tons of uh, admiration. I mean, people my dad's age love when. I talk about the See, fact that, that I work that, with that, you. It, that's, that's not that's an a insult. Subtle, it's a, that's not an insult. It's a subtle insult. No. Why can't you just say my dad? Well, it's his friends that are of your now, generation. Again, people can then assume that your dad is probably close <laughs> to my age. But okay, you always my dad's have to say, friends. Yeah, too sure. late. That's too my late. bad. That's my bad. You're right. Okay, so I'll take that from this. I will uh, never again age shame my other co-hosts. Oh, I, I don't believe that at yeah, all. Well, Not you'll probably bit. be the oldest person. I, I was going to say, because whatever show, whatever show we all end up doing, we'll be on each other's show. You'll still, you'll yeah, still age shame. Yeah, yeah, probably. That'll still I'm happen. just kidding. It's, I know. It's been know. fun, Mike. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. And we still have to finish this trip out where there's, you brought no money, but did you bring, can you bake somewhere? Uh, I don't have any flour, butter, yeah. sugar. And you don't have any cash to go I buy don't have some. Any ca I also don't have a debit card anymore. I lost did, it. Did you? So what do you have here? What, if you want to go and buy something, what I mean, are you doing? I have a credit card, obviously. Like, and I have to use my credit card to get expense. You know, my expenses right, paid right. for. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I that is irresponsible of me. I, I agree with you. I don't understand it because I talk with my kids about this all the time. Just, and I know cash isn't the way to pay for things anymore. I get it. But just to have some cash on you, some, yeah. right? You yeah. should have some cash. You're right. I should. I agree yeah. with you. I, you know, I'm tipping money, especially out here in Vegas. So My God, you got to tip everybody. Have you enjoyed having another person to scold about not having cash and 
all the other I, things. I do feel like I've, 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 it has been nice to feel like I'm raising a child again. Thank you. I yes. appreciate that. Yes. As I enter my 30th year yeah. on this planet. But you're still a child to me. Like It's nice having another, another father figure in my life. Like my daughter. Grandfather, really. My, you have two grandkids. I know, but your your daughter age to me, not granddaughter age. See again, you just you just yeah, I know. You just I zing. just had to get one more in you there. You zing it right in there, but that that's okay. That's okay. Fill me in a little more on. Have, have we gone any more with the uh, with the Lewis Hamilton thing? Oh my on god! F1. I my mean, god. I am still stunned at this whole thing. Me too. So Lewis Hamilton announced. He is officially leaving Mercedes at the end of this Formula One season and joining Ferrari with Charles Leclerc. So Carlos Sainz, one of my favorite Ferrari drivers. This will be his last year at so Ferrari. So he's out. He's, he will be somewhere else. I D don't know where. Did he know he was going to be out or, or because of uh, the circumstances he got pushed out? I think he's known for a little bit because they were kind of like dragging out his contract extension. So he saw that, the like writing was kind of on the wall. Yeah, I, this, I don't think the deal... The Lewis Hamilton deal like ended last week. I think people just found out about it last week. Right. So I think a few people have known for longer, like the drivers okay. probably. But it did get leaked, and then he announced it, which is weird because normally you don't hear this far in advance that someone's leaving like at the end of the season because this season hasn't even started yet. Right. But this will be his last season with Mercedes, which is crazy because it's one of like it's like you know the Brady with the Patriots or whatever. You know, Lewis Hamilton Mercedes, one of the most successful, you know, driver team tandems ever how do you i mean i wonder how do you approach because it's not the first time it's happened right where, no, where drivers in the last year but still just the it's weird yeah, weird vibes weird right it's like doing your last podcast episode at super bowl yeah. week right you got a whole show to do yeah. but you're sad yeah but you want to you want to do a good job you want to do a good job yeah yeah you want to finish off. it's just so weird to me <laughs> grand opening grand closing yeah. i I am still shocked by it. It's been like a week. I still haven't processed the news, but I think it's going to be, it's going to lead to some really weird team interactions this year. I think with him and George Russell, I think him and Charles Leclerc being on the same team is weird. Who's going to be the number one driver for Ferrari if both of those guys are on the same team? Because they've invested a lot in Charles Leclerc and now Lewis Hamilton is going to be the highest paid driver in history. Do we know that. what he got? Do we know the money? Like over $100 million, something insane. Like and it, it's an insane oh, amount of money gosh. and apparently they're investing in like his uh, like 44 project that he does, like all of his stuff. I, it's The details are, are nuts, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a so, weird year. So here here's another thing I don't I don't understand. You can uh -huh. help me again. You do the the, the podcast with, with Spencer Hall for the with F1 yes. and, and talk about DNF. all this. So how when you have two guys on a team, somebody is somebody usually number one like Max Verstappen yes. is number one just because he's better and wins. I mean, yeah. what if they're both good? I mean, do you still? Do, do, it's not like you get. Do you get a better car? Do yeah. You get, yes. Okay. At times, I mean, it's like you know, it's like having kids. You, you say you don't have a favorite, but you obviously do. Every day, my sick. favorite changes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, every day. Okay. Oh my God, every day. Depends every, on the credit card. Every statement. day. And there are times the dogs are ranked higher than the kids. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who says they love their kids the same every single day, you're full of it. But you're you lying. always have a number one is my always. point. And Each, that's the yes. same with Formula One. So So I, I didn't know that they get better equipment at times. Yeah. Like you might get the upgrade faster. You might get the car, you know, more suited for the style that you drive. You might get a preferential strategy for a race. So let me ask you this then. Why do we think he left? Because Mercedes ended up number two in the Constructors' Cup, did they not? And everybody's chasing Red Bull anyway. So if Mercedes got all the way to two, even though it was barely over Ferrari, 
why why the change? It's a very good question. I don't well, exactly. Well, I asked very good questions. I don't exactly yes. know. But I'm, Ferrari is the most iconic team in Formula One. They're right. the oldest team. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, he could retire whenever. He's he's one of the most right. accomplished and successful drivers of all time. Like he, he could retire right now and he'd be in the GOAT conversation sure. forever. Sure. I think he wants to win a championship. I also think he probably wants to race for Ferrari before he retires because they're that iconic. So you think, but really? that's just my guess. Wow, okay. Yeah. That'll be interesting when the book is finally written. Yeah. Uh, on that, on why he made that move and what an what an incredible move it is. You just pick a sport. And they're the big move. This is the biggest one. It'd be in like F1. if Tom Brady's like, I'm going to join the Cowboys for a year. Yeah. Instead of the Bucks. Or, when he, or when he was in New England when he joined Tampa Bay. I don't yeah. know how wild that but was. The, yeah. the fact that it's Ferrari is what's great. I like there's right. not really a great comparison in yeah. the NFL. It's certainly not Tampa Bay right. if there is one, but you know. But either way, for Lewis Hamilton, it's <laughs> going to be a great ending, much like our oh, great ending. Yeah. It's been a ball, Jess. I've enjoyed it. Obviously, it's not the end. Yeah, I, it's well, not like I'm never going to see uh, you again. Exactly I'm coming right. on your show in like 10 minutes. And I think in about 10 minutes, yeah, you're going to ask me to borrow some cash, too, since you forgot about I need at least 200. All right, we're done. See you then.